0: His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jim has returned, and one of the first things he has the opportunity to do for you, since he has a strong feeling for cats, is to give you one of his beloved
1: cat stories. Well, do you remember Bruno the Fat Cat? Nope. I'm not making fun of him. That's just his title. Bruno the Fat Cat is a Russian blue which are just lovely cats, aren't they?
2: Mm, yeah, I love the Russian blue.
1: Yes. Well, he yeah, has this cute little trick where he sits on his hind legs, mostly to get food. That's why he's a bad cat. Okay. He's 25 pounds. That's a big cat. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be like between 7 and 10. i just give a little education. Oh,
2: yeah. That's a giant cat. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but he needs to be adopted. He did not have a family. He did not have a forever family. Isn't that terrible? So, anyway. Um. There is a, uh, of course, people all over the world are saying, oh, I just, I want this Bruno the fat cat. But there was a couple in Chicago that went above and beyond. They sent in this video of a custom-made song. Listen to her singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just part of it. Wow. You know. Did it work? It worked! They are getting that fat cat. And they said that, you know, they're going to put him on, like, a special diet so that Good. he'll be healthy, so they can stick around. But they just love the fact that he is the fat cat. And he's kind of cute.
0: That's nice. And kind of fat. <laughs> she sounds like she'd be great at karaoke parties. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I think she's a professional singer.
0: Is she? Well, let's take, a, let's take another listen, shall we? <laughs> I need to be here. Give me that fat cat.
1: I have that album. The <laughs> fat cat album? Yeah. Let's hear you sing it. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. Give that fat cat. Was that good? Wow. Keep going. That's You're it. That's done. all I know of it.
0: it got to be
2: his I mom. I need to go be go his mom. Okay,
1: one die. more time. Take I two. <clears throat> Give me that fat cat. <laughs> I need to be his dad. (laughs) What kind of cat hangs out in your house? I
2: wanna hear
0: that emotion now. House cat? cat. cat.
2: cat. What kind
0: of cat (laughs) hangs out in the alley? Alley cat! What kind of cat (laughs) is a chocolate candy bar?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? you? Tell me, tell me true. What What kind of cat cat are you?
2: you. I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are
1: you? Oh there's my whiskers.
0: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So Jim shared a cat story moments ago about a fat cat, and somebody wanted this fat cat so badly that what did they do, Jim?
1: They uh, had they had a friend actually write a song, and they, and they recorded it and sent it in thinking about, I want that bad guy.
0: And it sounded like beautiful karaoke.
2: It was good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Might as well shine above the rest of the crowd, you know, if you have some talents like
0: that. Yeah, maybe you know somebody or you had to do something where you had to stand out above the crowd, like this lady who wanted to adopt that cat. And by golly, because she did what she did, she was able to. Well, what about you? What's your story at 800-447-7234? Christine's along with us. What'd you do, Christine? What happened?
2: my husband went on our first date, um, I told him that if he would like to have a second date, that he would have to sing karaoke on stage where we were at, uh-huh. and so, so he did. Um, he definitely stood out, um, and he embarrassed himself because he can't sing.
0: <laughs>
2: um, so he stood out, and he got that second date, and it's been eight years that we have been together and married and two
0: beautiful children now. Okay, so you made him stand out in the crowd. he did
2: it. He didn't have to say yes.
0: He liked her. (laughs) I know. still does, I
1: think. Yeah, I think it worked out.
2: (laughs) This is kind of a small example, but Sammy's new kindergarten teacher, her name is Mrs. Bolt. So I bought him all these t-shirts with lightning bolts on it. So the first day of school, I had him in like a lightning bolt t-shirt because I thought, Hey, if it makes the teacher happy Mm -hmm. and starts Sammy on the right foot, (laughs) that can't be a bad thing. And? Well, I mean, we're one week down. It's going great. And I have to say it's because of the shirt, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: 800-447-7234. What about you? What's the story? Be a part of the conversation. It's His Morning Crew on His Radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jim, since you weren't here last week, I do need to let you know Mm -mm. that the discount grocery store discovery that Allison had she made me eat a cricket. Oh, no. Several of them. You love that, though. So I don't know what is going to happen today in the discount grocery store come discovery. With grocery store,
1: oh, come with me to the grocery store. come with me to the grocery store.
2: By the way, I think there's still some of those cricket chips in the break room if you want to try one.
0: Okay. <laughs> yum, yum.
2: Well, we can't quite wear sweaters and the leaves aren't quite changing yet, but we do have pumpkin spice.
0: What? Yay.
2: I know you're excited.
0: That's so much. It's
2: to... that time of year <laughs> as summer look. fades away whoop, whoop. and cooler days arrive. The pumpkin spice latte we know returns today, but the discount grocery store is already Full of pumpkiny goodness. Well, Last year, boy, ahead of the game. <laughs> Last year's. They're they're not ahead of the game, Rob.
0: They're behind.
2: Um. So I brought in. I have several pumpkin treats, but this is the one I chose for you to try today.
0: Am want so. allowed to have this? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> no. No. Okay. He's on a strict paleo thing. Okay. So. It's yes. a, mine has a bite out of it already. Um, I didn't take
2: a bite. You saw me open it. I didn't do it.
0: Yeah, but. Could this be like a bug or something in the back? Come
2: on, no! Has oh my goodness! Is that old. What yeah, kind of yeah, sissy are, are you?
0: <laughs> I'm not a sissy. You had me <laughs> eat crickets there last are different week. Kinds? <laughs> okay, so this is a evidently it's a pumpkin cookie. Mm-hmm. So let's try it.
2: And as long as you like eating pumpkin this time of year, it's Best Buy. August 23rd, 2018. That's only five days ago. Oh, it's so stale. It's like brand new. You
0: mm-hmm. got bugs in it. it. had a bite out of mine. Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> what do you think? Do you like it?
0: Yes. It reminds me of my childhood. It's got that wafer kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Like a sugar cookie.
2: Well, this is called Mrs. Finster's Cookie Fins. No artificial ingredients, no corn syrup, non-GMO, deliciously crunchy.
0: Mm. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not crunchy?
2: Was yours crunchy? Yes. It's supposed to be crunchy. Okay. Okay, so stop acting like it's not. It's
0: got bugs in its stale.
2: If you bought this bag at the regular grocery store, you'd pay $2.99.
0: How much was it? One dollar. And Jim, his radio's 100 Days of Summer. It's time to claim your family staycation. Sheila, we're looking for you. Sheila Pitts in Franklin, North Carolina. Sheila, You have that 10 minutes coming up real soon so that you can call and claim your staycation.
2: Sheila uh, is married to Isaac of almost seven years. They have two kids. Aiden is 10. Allie is five. They both work and would love to win a much-needed staycation. She says it's been nearly three years since we've had been able to take a, vac- a vacation. So what a blessing it would be even to get away for a day.
0: Oh, man. Well, Sheila, I think we have you covered, but we do need to hear from you. And if you happen to know Sheila Pitts, who's married to an Isaac and has uh, Aiden and Allie as kids, well, then text Sheila right now. Let her know it's time to claim her staycation for the 100 days of summer. Call 800-447-7234 in the next 10 minutes to claim your family staycation. Your time starts now. Uplifting and encouraging. His radio. It's His Radio's 100 days of summer. Time to give away another great family staycation. Hi, this is Sheila Pitt. From where? From Franklin, North
2: Carolina.
0: And who's your husband? Isaac Pitt. How about your kids?
2: Um, Allison and Aiden.
0: Would you like to go to the factory in Franklin? Yay! Because we've got the tickets for you and your family. Awesome. How did you find out that you won this vacation?
2: Um, I actually had like 10 different messages. I was getting my um, kids ready for school, and um, everybody was messaging me and calling me. And um, I didn't have my phone, but my husband, they were calling him as well. So they were like, you need to hurry and call." <laughs> You won tickets for
0: something. You got in on the nick of time. I know it. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like your kids are in the car.
2: Yeah, we're actually it's my little girl's first day of kindergarten, and
0: we're on our way to the school. Oh, how you feeling?
2: I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I did it last week, and it was a little rough, but it gets easier as the week goes on. Uh, I sure hope so. Well, congratulations! What a great way to start the day.
0: Oh, I know it yes, because we're very excited. Keep listening for your chance to win a great family staycation. Register your family today at hisradio.com. Mornings
2: with Rob, Allison, and Jim. David Casares was homeless. He didn't want money though. He didn't want food, he wanted a job. And that's what his sign said as he stood out on this intersection, with the stack of resumes in his hand. The sign says homeless, hungry for success, take a resume. You know, he's just 26 years old and he moved to the San Francisco Bay Area about a year ago with a dream of launching a startup he has experience, even a college degree, but he really underestimated the cost of living out there. Oh, yeah. I hear it's super expensive. So he lived in his van until he couldn't afford those payments, and now he's been on the street since June.
0: All I wanted was just for one person to notice, you know, one person, you know, to, t- to get my resume and give me an opportunity. This is like my make it or break it moment, you know. I was like, you know what, I have to do something crazy.
2: And this story may sound familiar to you because this is actually a very happy update to David's story. A lot of people have taken notice, and he just tweeted an update that uh, he has accepted a job. He says, I am pleased to announce that I have accepted a position as a software engineer with White Fox Defense. Good, And they do things with uh, drones, so it sounds like kind of a cool job. It's
0: a high-end thing, huh? Mm -hmm. Look at him. I love his gumption. I mean, he just said, okay, instead of do hungry for food, he, made, he had resumes made. He was ready to work.
2: He never um, stopped believing in the, his own value and what he could offer somebody, even when the world kind of tried to beat him down.
0: Quite literally, living in a van down by the river.
2: Until the van, he couldn't afford that. Oh, so. man.
1: That's it. I'm getting my resumes going out front. I got a little radio experience under my belt now.
0: But you're what, not did, wait, what? Yeah, and you don't what, need a job. What, you have a home, what, what? dude. You're even building a pool.
1: Uh, yeah, I really need a job.
0: <laughs> a little extra.
2: Huh? His morning crew.
0: Jim has, wow, some very valuable, important information to give to you now.
1: Yes, it's on the top of everybody's mind. What's happening with Bigfoot? always wanted that blue that blurry image <laughs> even though that everybody's got a camera these days in their phone yet we still have blurry images of Bigfoot is he just a blurry man
2: that's a good question
0: he runs real fast
2: yeah
1: yeah and if he's that big why is he run from us little people why does he be he's come shy on, he's shy okay
0: that's just how a little dog can intimidate the big dogs Yes. And they run from a little...
1: What was that? That was a dog. Was that their horn? That was their horn, <laughs> <Okay>. yes.
0: <laughs> a little dog car.
1: Uh, well, anyway, Marion, North Carolina, they are making Bigfoot their official animal. Because every place has to have an official animal. Oh, really? Uh, that's the feeling I'm getting.
0: Bigfoot's an animal?
1: That's true, that's like name calling. It's kind of a, what is it, a human? No, No. it's a, not, is it an (laughs) animal? What is it? It's a blurry thing, that's all I know. But it's the official animal of Marion, North Carolina now.
0: Well that's nice. It's
2: it's a made up creature.
1: What, (gasps) what are you saying? (laughs) I don't know, I'm just saying. Remember, uh, like in 2015, way back in 2015, uh-huh. there was a video in North Carolina from a Boon Man that, uh, a spotting. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you, Ziggy,
1: he scared away. <laughs> the little dog scared Bigfoot away. Oh, that's nice. The dog is barking, and you see a blurry Bigfoot running into the woods.
0: No, I remember this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They thought it was a guy in a gorilla suit, some people.
1: What? It's not true. (laughs) It's a blurry Bigfoot. (laughs) I don't know. Is this
2: what they're using as proof to make Bigfoot their... Official animal?
1: Yes, yes. So having a festival and everything coming up, uh, I think September 18th. Like a three-block section of their city or town are going to. You know, they're doing a little festival. A nice like little proclamation. Proclamation. A proclamation. Proclamation. <laughs> oh my goodness. There
0: might be a plaque at the plaque <laughs> Yeah. For Bigfoot being the official animal. Are you making fun of me? No, of course not. I'm having fun with you. Were you creaming, that I a, said? <laughs> there's a there's a big difference between having making fun of. And having fun with. Yeah. Your proclamation. Rob, Allison, and Jim. She's three years old. And check this out. This three-year-old little girl just fired off 1,111 arrows. In three and a half hours, she's trying to make it into the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a target that's 26 feet away. She is a prodigy on the bow and arrow. And her coach, is re- her coach actually remembers the very first time they ever met.
1: When they brought this little child instantly i could feel the vibes that she has some fire in her she she stuck to the bow like a magnet and never wanted to part with the bow i knew that there is some genius a uh, child prodigy in the making
0: Yeah, and she is amazing. She made the target just about every time when she did that uh, attempt of over 1,100 arrows being shot out of that bow. Now she practices before and after preschool, and they say she is going to be bound for the Olympics one day.
2: I'm just going to call it Disney movie in the making right here. right?
1: (laughs) I don't remember being called a prodigy when I was three. I probably just didn't hear it.
2: Yeah. I'm sure that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: But we will call you a prodigy at 61.
1: Okay. Does that still work? Yes, it does. Thank you.
0: Mornings
2: with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We know that what the enemy means for harm, God can use for good. And a perfect example of this is when two neighboring Raleigh churches were both burglarized. Word of Truth and St. Barnabas Presbyterian Church. But going through this similar struggle brought them together uh, when for years these congregations had never taken the time to really get to know each other. But now they're joining forces for good, organizing a backpack drive for their community that might never have happened if it weren't for this burglary.
0: We were victims, but now we're able to use it for victory in this community. Always looked over here and admired this land, you know, but we never. Uh, we never came together before this event
1: it brought us together and that we were looking forward to doing some community projects in our neighborhood
2: they were able to give away hundreds of backpacks to kids in their community this past weekend
0: good for them Mm -hmm. that is really cool yeah the, the 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 enemy probably wanted to do something different, but here they are giving away backpacks.
1: Exactly. Way to go.
2: Stronger together. That's right.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to teach you guys this. It's better when we work together. So if you guys just get on my side, it'd be great. Well,
2: just be quiet, old man.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep to yourself if you will. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Here's a guy that works for a bicycle sharing service in a huge city in China. And so this guy's job is to make sure that all the company's uh, bikes are back to the storage facility in time for the end of the day so they can start the next day. But the thing is, in this big task, that these, these bikes are all over the place. He's got to scour the city to collect these bikes. And he has a scooter. How do you get a bike on a scooter? So here's what he decided to do. He has a solution. He carries a bar across his shoulders. And he's able to have eight bikes dangling on either side of him. And so he is literally on a scooter with 16 bikes, driving down a busy street in China to make sure these bikes get back to the bicycle storage shop.
2: I can't decide if this is brilliant or really dumb. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> A little of both, maybe.
1: That hurts my shoulders just to think about it. He's gotta
0: be pretty strong to be able to do that. Oh. Have incredible balance. And he's and okay, so the other thing is he's holding the bar with one of his hands and the other hand is on the uh the his scooter.
2: Yeah, I think on I'm leaning more towards not smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. The
2: more I think about it, I'm gonna Brilliantly go. Brilliantly
1: not smart.
0: <laughs> Any mom talking like Allie would say, "Son, don't do that." Mm-hmm.
1: Why don't you? And he's not wagon.
2: wearing a helmet. Sorry. Go oh,
1: ahead. just get a wagon. Put him on the wagon. And pull the wagon.
2: There you go. A wagon. That's smart. See
1: how smart I am? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Get uh, this guy a bicycle wagon. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I got my baby shower gift right here for a little celebration we're having later on for a new baby that's joining the his Radio family. So exciting. Jennifer and her husband, James, they're expecting a baby in December. It's their ninth.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a lot of babies.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jennifer's dad always insisted on being surprised by the gender of his grandchildren. He never wanted to know. So this time around, James decided to surprise his wife with a very special gender reveal. I think it's kind of cool because the husband knew and the wife didn't. Okay. And you see Jennifer's dad passed away last year after a long battle with cancer. But James wanted to involve his wife's dad in this special gender reveal. But
1: I couldn't do it without a little help. Hello, Janet. This is your father. Uh, so let me So whose idea was
2: this? Yours? He So what her husband did was splice together like voicemails that her dad had left her, so that her dad's voice was the one that revealed that she was having a girl. Wow. And it was just a precious, heartwarming moment and obviously very appreciated by his wife, Jennifer. The video, however, was uploaded to Twitter by the couple's 17-year-old daughter, Anna. Anna doesn't really use Twitter. She's only got 40 or so followers. So she was thinking just a couple people would see it, but Mm -hmm. it turns out a lot of people wanted to see it. And somehow it goes from, this account that only has 40 followers to now has been viewed 5.5 million times and the couple's just amazed by the reaction.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> and what a beautiful thing that her husband did to involve her dad like
1: that.
2: Very thoughtful, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, I'd say that's pretty unique for gender reveal.
2: Well that was his whole goal was to come up with something that no one's ever done before.
1: He did well. Is, it's pretty
2: hard these days to do that, but yeah, I think he succeeded.
1: Yes, he did. I think he did. <laughs> More than just pretty voices. This is kind of a funny story. It's actually funny because of the guy's reaction. It's a sad story because it's about burglary. That's never good. It's, never good. No, it's not. Don't try this at home because it's not right. However, Mason Tackett of uh, Kentucky, he, uh, some of his neighbors notified him, hey, your cousin is, like, in your house taking things out. So he goes down there and... Uh, Sure enough, there's his cousin just taking things out as if he's going to go have like a yard sale or something like that. So, really? But the funny thing is, is uh, Mason's, who's a big guy, his reaction is hilarious. Listen to him.
2: I finally got down here to the house to look see what happened. The door was standing wide open. It looked like he was packing up for a yard sale. Who steals a cheese grater? <laughs> he's got the worst, Lysol. He stole an empty bottle of spray.
0: What got me the most was my soap. He stole my soap. <laughs> Who steals soap? Your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That was It is kind of weird. I'm thinking that, you know, the guy wasn't in his right mind. That's what I'm thinking. Stealing empty bottles and stuff like that. And soap.
2: And soap?
0: Who, Who steals your soap? Good night. Who does steal soap?
2: And your cheese grater.
0: Uh, <laughs> empty bottle of eyesaw.
2: What are you going to do without a cheese grater?
1: Maybe he was trying to invent something. You never know. He might have had something to change the world. Mm hmm. But he's in jail now. <laughs> It's not going to happen for him.
2: It's going to make Thanksgiving really awkward.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Rob, Allison, and Jim. Well, I just in the mood to talk about a certain little animal.
0: Oh, good. As always. A strong feeling for cats is wombat. coming through. Wombat. Wombat?
1: Strong feeling for wombats. Okay. Actually, it's just artwork of a wombat.
0: Is that in the cat family?
1: <sighs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> what is a wombat?
0: Yeah, please explain.
1: It's an Australian thing. (laughs) So anyway, we're going down under to to Australia. And uh, there is this this artist. He does like chalk uh, drawing, stuff like that. And uh, he was commissioned by the city council to do some kind of artwork. So he went to practice. And he lives right at the end of his driveway. There's like a nice, quiet uh, railroad, railroad bridge Okay. So was, I'm sure it's very quiet at his house. But like on the, uh, it's like an overpass. So like on the wall there, he just painted, did a little, just practicing. He thought, we'll do a chalk, the rain's going to wash it away. If it doesn't, then I'll wash it off, but, um, and then people just loved it. It was a picture of, like it made it look like there's a hole in the wall, like a broken hole, and there's a wombat back in oh, there. Oh, that's creative. Yeah. And it did a good job. So. Uh, People started liking it, and there's this guy who's the, like, the official, um, what do you call it, the f-
2: Graffiti cleaner? Graffiti
1: remover is his, is his title, and so he, he was cutting grass, and he saw all these people out there taking pictures, so he went around the corners, and he loved it so much that he got a little can of uh, like this clear stuff and sprayed it on there that they use for cars, so it's very strong. All right. So it wouldn't
0: wash away, it sounds like.
1: It would not wash away. He thought, ooh, we don't want to lose this because this is great art. Meanwhile, the other guy, the artist, his name is Jimmy. He came out a couple days later to wash it off. And it was all shiny. And he's like, he's out there with nail polish remover and everything trying to get it off. It wouldn't come off. (laughs) So they they finally kind of met. And uh, they had a pretty good laugh about it. So then I came back and I found acetone, which is like nail polish remover, and that stuff gets everything off. And it didn't didn't even come off with nail polish remover. So then I was just stumped. I'm like, well, what do I do? I have to leave it there and work out. And I decided I would contact council and let them know what had happened. I was freaking out a lot, because you can get in a lot of trouble. I mean,
0: it's essentially graffiti. Although it's art, it's graffiti. It's graffiti
1: art. Isn't it funny? <laughs> he was all worried and nervous. Aww. He's obviously a rule follower. Mhm. Even though he did put graffiti up there.
2: It Everybody is was kind of ir- Yeah, it's kind of ironic that the guy responsible for cleaning up the graffiti is the one that made it stay S- there he forever. The
1: permanent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so now it's like a little fam- famous little uh landmark there mm-hmm. in Australia.
0: That's a little thing to get a selfie by.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do it.